Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 27th of April, 2016. This is The Gap, episode 318. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe Gore is here, and it's just us two. You didn't even let me say hi. No, you're not allowed to say hi. We're going straight into it. Hell Drivers. <laughs> no, we're not. Hell um, Drivers? Hell Drivers. Are you excited to go watch uh, Civil War? I assume you're going tonight? I'm going in a couple hours, yes, after we record this. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, it's been getting pretty good reviews from what I see. I think. Yeah? Um, yeah. Yes. Well, it's probably going to be garbage then because most of those people said Batman vs. Superman was shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So. Yeah. I'm, uh, my expectations... I actually... I'm Because my expectations are so high, that could possibly happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, going into Batman, my expectations weren't high. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, it's not complete garbage, but it's not amazing. Like, it's fine. I'll watch it. <laughs> Whereas this one, I have high expectations. So, um, we'll see. Yeah. I think the thing it's got writing on it is like the, the Batman didn't was the buildup of all the, the things that come before it. Yeah. And everything that kind of ties into it. And, um, whereas Batman and Superman kind of just rushed things in and uh, Zack Snyder doing his bullshit. So anyway, I'm pumped. Are you, you excited to see it? When are you going? Friday. Friday. Okay. No rush. Yeah. Um, Friday night. Gonna go grab some dinner, see it, you know, 2D, VMAX. Atmos. Atmos. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm doing as well. That's pretty much it. Did you see uh, John Favreau wrote his giant Reddit post about the best way to watch The Jungle Book? <laughs> yeah, I saw Did you that. see that shit? What is he fuck? in marketing now, is he? Yeah, he must be. <laughs> uh, it definitely seemed like he, the, the guy who created Chef wrote all of that, all them words. I'm I'm certain that that's what happened. Um, um, I I was more in like, I, I feel like he was maybe just taking a dig. Taking a dig at? Like the, the film industry of like how much bullshit there is out uh, there now. Like here's all the ways you can watch my film because um, it's amazing from what I've heard. Sure. Uh, but like here's like 14 different ways you can watch it. Yeah, uh, and then, and he's like, oh, and 2D, uh, yeah, you know, just go somewhere, go to your local, whatever. So, he's he's clearly on board with this 3D shit. It just throws me, man. Like, I was watching, um, I was watching the, the watch that, uh, Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, um, the uh, fucking, what's his name from? No idea. 22 Jump Street, Steven Jump Street. Channing Tatum? Other one. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and uh, the um, the black dude from IT Crowd. Okay. Have you seen that movie? No. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, at one point they're like f- fully trying to sell 3D and it's super weird. Super out of place. Did you? Would you watch this at home, or did you go? I watched it at home. It's been out for years. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, you should watch it. But yeah, it's just there's this one section. It was back in the height of 3D TVs coming out, mm. and they, yeah, they're like, you know what? We'll write a bit where uh, Vince Vaughn fucking loves 3D TVs. You're like, okay, that's weird. It's it, like it can probably t- be done right if it's shot in 3D. It's probably really good, but I just don't like the post converted stuff. Uh, I don't like any of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just reading that and being lo- looking at like the different sound systems that they use, like the way they encode sound, and like this one's Atmos, and this one's like some other IMAX thing, and then this one's got forty different sound systems. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just nuts. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it, it was a weird post because I don't think he even replied to anybody in there. It was just like, hey, it's me. Um, go watch my film. <laughs> yeah um that's yeah that was pretty much it i'm just trying to you know kill time so that you um you don't get to go see your movie look i'm i'm going we've got <laughs> how many hours we got plenty of hours plenty of hours like five hours until it starts yeah we'll fucking see yeah are we gonna do a spoiler cast for cap uh no why not why would we we did one for Batman. <laughs> we already know what happens. Uh, okay, sure. Does, everyone knows what happens, right? We'll, we'll find out, won't we? I hope. Yeah. I don't know. No, we'll definitely do one. Um, yeah, Nathan, Nathan's watching it now, right? Or is he, he is. He's it? at it right now. Yeah, he's at the premiere. Is he? Yeah. Yes. What a prick! What an asshole! What a bastard! Here. Exactly. I was like, "Come talk video games," and he said, "No." No. I'm gonna I'm, go watch I'm films. Sure. Yeah, I'm fine. Fuck that. But yeah, uh, so video games. Yes. Hell Drivers. Is it called Hell Drivers or Hell Divers? Hell Divers. It's called okay. Hell Divers, but you call it Hell Drivers. No, I said Hell Divers. No, you then said you Hell s- Drivers. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay, that's not what I've got written here, but sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Nathan and I played a bit of this over the weekend. Yeah. Um, one interesting aspect I will add is that I played it using, oh, sorry, we both played it using Remote Play. From right. the uh, PlayStation 4 over to the PC. Okay. But which was... Why? Because uh, both of our ladies wanted to use the TV. Well, mine was using the TV and I'd, I'd set everything up to use it. And then I told him I was using it with remote play. And he was like, oh, I'm going to do the same. That way she can use it as well. Um, so we both played it using remote play. Uh, I didn't have any issues in terms of lag. Um, like controller lag it didn't feel like it was behind or responding slowly or anything like that for this yeah. particular game which was really good quite enjoyed that um the resolution wasn't uh spectacular it was um 720 you know, right so, yeah we, it was 720 i think there's two options uh i think it's 480 or 540 um let me i can just fire it up quickly but uh 720 was definitely the highest it's looking for updates Settings, 720. Oh, actually, there's three. 540p and then 360p. And there's a bunch of different uh, frame rates as well you can change it to. Okay. Um, So, there's a couple of different options in there. And it's basically just an application you download from the PlayStation uh, website on your PC. And then uh, you run it. Um, You set up uh, a cable connecting to your PC back to the controller. um, And then you have to enable... uh, ps4 remote play on your playstation and then sign in on your pc and it just hooks straight up to it so that that basically runs over your wireless or networked um internet at home i think it uses the internet to to communicate and authenticate and that sort of thing but it should just be running between the network internally which um i didn't have too many issues with with uh things dropping out i did have one maybe 
30 to 40 second instance where the the pixels on the screen just looked like utter shit and I couldn't see anything. Um, I don't know if that was because interference from my wireless or something else, but that was really the only case where I was like, oh, this isn't really working too well. But otherwise, I think uh, Nathan didn't have any problems when he was using it. So it's quite a handy... Um, quite a handy tool to have if you want to kind of give your uh, TV to someone else and use it use it while um you know while you've got a PC sitting there being free yeah so just thought I'd mention that um, yeah really cool because that's only quite new I think they released that in the last patch uh, on the update on the yeah yeah it was pretty recent yeah so it'd be cool to see some more features in there like um, I, I didn't like that you can't uh, change the volume um on the actual uh, system. So, like, I couldn't turn it down so I could hear Nathan a bit better on our on our Discord channel. Mm. Um, so, it'd be cool to see them kind of add a couple more features in there and, and get things. Quality of life features, I think. Yeah, just things to make things, like, a little bit easier. Um, but otherwise, it seemed to work fine. Uh, I was very impressed with the what I thought was going to be um, a bit of lag. But, yeah, it was straight up just running, running really well. So... I, d- I don't know what it would be like on a first-person shooter, but for Helldivers, being a, uh isometric twin-stick shooter um, mm. seemed to work perfectly fine. So, what? Why Why are you playing Helldivers? Uh, because I saw Adam Matthew post a screenshot of Alien Nation, which he was, I guess, playing for review. Uh, and I was like, oh, I've got that game. <laughs> I um. I, I got that when the PlayStation, um, uh, the PSN, you know, they do their free games, PlayStation yep. Plus. I was like, I downloaded that. Like, I've got it. Uh, and then I went and looked. And I was like, oh, that's that's not the game I was thinking of. It's um, it's Helldivers. Right. Because I remember Nathan a while back talking about um, saying we should play it. And, and I went and picked it up on the PSN store when it was free. And um, we never got around to playing it. So, I messaged him and said, uh, let's play. And then I messaged you and you're like, no. Yeah. Because I played it and it was not very entertaining. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I don't get it. Like, were well, you playing by yourself? Yeah. But the like tutorials are fucking nightmare. It takes forever and it's just really I, slow. I skipped and it. Shit and right. Uh, yeah. There's a um. Uh, the tutorial I got stuck at one point where I didn't know what to do, and I was like, shit. I think it's like bugged out. Um, and then I hit start and it said skip, and I was like, all right, sweet. I'll just do that. Mm. and uh, skipped it. So, yeah, anyway, Helldivers is this uh, two um, top-down isometric twin-stick shooter where you uh, go from planet to planet destroying aliens. And it starts off very basic, like aliens that uh, kind of just run at you and swipe attack uh, to the point where it gets to people that are shooting at you or um, have special abilities and kind of move around the map quickly. Um, they'll shoot you off screen. And there's different objectives uh, on the on each planet that you've got to kind of go around and do before you leave. And while you're going around and doing all these objectives, you collect uh, research points, and then you can use those research points to upgrade your character, get better skills, get better um, abilities. And um, there's like this uh, joined online multiplayer ac- aspect to it where everybody's kind of working together for an overall goal. Um, I didn't look too much into that, but it seems like it's unlockable rewards or something along those lines, which is kind of cool. But otherwise, like, in terms of the game, I thought it was very basic, but I still had fun playing uh, alongside Nathan and kind of just 
running around and shooting stupid aliens and uh, he was a little bit worried at the start that I would kill him. He was very cautious being like, all right, there's friendly fire. Um, make sure that we don't shoot each other. We've got each other's backs. When you put turrets down, they can sometimes shoot back at you if uh, like an alien runs in your line of sight and the turret kind of will just keep firing. Um, and then within about five minutes, he shotgunned me in the face accidentally. Ah. So I actually didn't kill him once at all, but uh, I think he killed me twice maybe. <laughs> mm. um, and then, uh, yeah, there were a couple really fun moments like where you call in um, like supply drops and turrets and so- that sort of stuff that kind of drops from the, the sky. And uh, there were a few instances where uh, like Nathan had died and I'd earlier on called in like a supply drop. And then um, while I was kind of getting overwhelmed by all these aliens, I would be backstepping and then just this supply drop would just fall from the sky and just squash me um, <laughs> and completely die. So we- that happened maybe once or twice. And it, was- it was a pretty funny moment. Um, but otherwise, like, from what I saw, it's it's very – I've only played from very easy to medium in terms of difficulty. Um, it can get quite challenging in certain aspects of it when it asks you to do things. Uh, there was a moment where we were told to go and blow up some sort of alien device and we had to put, a, like, a thermonuclear bomb down next to it. And we kind of didn't know what we were supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, so, we put down this bomb and then – we're like, we just ran away and then we came back and it was blown up. Oh, they must have blew it up. So, we called in another one and it took about 30 seconds to call one of these down while all these aliens are kind of ambushing us and going nuts. Um, and then finally, uh, <laughs> we went up to it and pressed the X button, which activated and it starts fucking beeping and flashing. And uh, while this is happening, we both start sprinting like south and get to a point where uh, we obviously didn't run quick enough and yeah. this thing just blows up and wiped both of us out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, the next time we go in and it's like, we've got a player this time. Yeah. So, I we place it and then Nathan starts running like a good 20 seconds before we let it blow. Mm. And then I trigger it that way. At least if I get wiped out, he's still he's still alive and, you know, yep. he can call in a, a revive for me. Yep. Um. But there were a couple, we, we uh, actually made it that time because oh. this being a snow level, there were parts of the terrain where uh, if it was like a, if it was a snow area, you moved a lot slow, slower. But if it was like an icy bit, you, you'd be able to sprint and run. Right. Um, so we kind of had to figure out where we were going to run before we actually activated it because we didn't want to run through the snow. It would be too slow for us. We wouldn't get mm-hmm. away. Um but yeah, there was a couple instances where it was really close, and we just made it on the edge of like the, the blast when it blows up. So yeah, that was kind of cool. It, it was fun. Um, that sounds that sounds like like I don't know, interesting at least. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were different like objectives for us to do, which was which was kind of cool. It wasn't always the same thing, and there was different aliens on these each of these planets that we went to. Right. Uh, we only played it for maybe two hours or so. Yeah. Um, before we had to go, but. Otherwise, for a free game <laughs> that I didn't pay any money for, it seems kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll go back to it now that Alien Nation is out. Sure. But uh, it was a cool... Um, it, it seems like there's a lot of depth to it with the unlocks and kind of what's happening because I didn't get any extra weapons during that time we were playing. I just got a bunch of unlocks and there's like jetpacks and turrets and drones you can call down. Right. Um, 
and, and different like airstrikes and yeah, that seems kind of seems kind of cool. And I'd like to see what that aspect of the whole like everybody's playing together to work towards a goal. It seemed like there were there were different um, like sectors of planets, and once you cleared out all those sectors, that would add to some sort of total. Mm. And uh, there was like this galaxy map that was on the screen that would show you like that they're working towards a certain goal, but I couldn't really figure out what was happening there in the short amount of time I played, but it seemed kind of cool. Right. Um, which I don't know if you want to talk about alienation now, but it jumps straight into it. Go. It has some very similar characteristics. Yeah. Uh, alienation is also a uh, top down, top down uh, twin stick twin shooter stick. with yeah. uh, RPG elements. So with this one, you're collecting loot uh, in, in which is uh, primary weapons, secondary weapons, and heavy weapons, and then also uh, grenades. And uh, you're unlocking uh, abilities as well. So you start off and there's three characters you can choose from, a tank, like a medic class, and saboteur, which is, I think, a damage. Right. Um, a damage person. I th- think they all do damage, but they're all, they've all got their, like, escapes. Um, you know, the, the medic guy heals himself. The saboteur can go invisible and run away, like dash away really quickly. Yeah. Sort of stuff. But it's very similar. The planet has been taken over by aliens. Um, yeah. And you're working through to, I guess, eradicate them. Yeah. I, yeah. I uh, skipped the story at the start, so I'm not too sure. Um, yeah. So basically it is, you start off in an area and it's this giant map and you get placed um in one spot and you kind of work your way and it'll give you a bunch of objectives to do. Mm. And then once you clear all those objectives, you uh, take off and go back to your main ship where you do upgrades and, and that sort of stuff and equip your gear. And there's uh, all the gear has like little item slots in it where you can um, modify them with like these runes that do more damage or like all the weapons have crit fire rate, like your t- typical RPG type, either borderlands or Diablo mm. stat system. Uh, so you can upgrade your weapons in that part. But then you go back to your mission and you're kind of in the same map again, but in a different area. Um, like this dropship will put you down in this other area and you'll go through and do that part. And you'll do that about four or five times till eventually you go to, all right, now we're going to South Africa. And it picks you up and takes you off there. So uh, you go back to the same place a couple of times and kind of get to explore it a bit more. Right. Um, or you can just jump in there, do the one mission and go exploring and try and get crate and loot and that sort of thing. Because uh, there's leveling up. There's abilities with this one again. Um, there's also some sort of online, like, th- when you go to the like this online uh, world map, it shows you each continent. Like, here's Australia, here's Canada, here's France. And it tells you how many each of those regions has, uh, how many aliens they've killed um so every country is ranked i think australia's fourth last night when i checked nice i don't think the game was out in the u.s at the time because i couldn't see them on the map but it was like canada uh and i think france or belgium or something like that was on top and then australia but i don't know what they're doing in terms of like what what that means exactly yet but it's kind of cool to see everybody's numbers up there um the other thing they're doing in terms of multiplayer, it seems like they've got an invasion system. Oh. Which I haven't seen yet because I put myself on private. <laughs> what a, I'm a dodger. 
Yeah. What a wiener. I'm so disappointed in you. I, the only reason I did that was because uh, Nathan had already started playing while we were doing our Dark Souls podcast. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to get as many levels as I could in the uh, very small amount of time that I had to play with it. Sure. Without having to worry about uh, getting invaded or whatever that system is. But Despicable. Yeah, it seems like you can um, invade people. I don't know how that works, but I'll look into it, I guess, when we play it. Right, Joe? Sure. If you can invade people, I'm in. I think. (laughs) You know that's what I'm all about. These days, yeah. 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 Um, But the biggest thing that kind of drew me in was the loot system. When I saw that screenshot that Adam posted, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, anything with loot in a game, I'm usually knee-deep in. I would be like, fuck, I'll try that out. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know how deep the loot is it seems like from from what i've played i've had a machine gun like smg there's a shotgun there's a minigun uh like a revolver uh there's different types of grenades but i i don't know if there's five types of machine guns and that's it yeah or if there's crazy shit later on that really changes up the weapons um so i guess I'll see how that kind of spans out later on. But it seems like a really fun game. Um, it's from the guys that made, is it? Uh, Super it? Stardust. Is it? Yeah. Didn't they make another nation game? Was it, was it Zombie Nation or I don't know. something like that? Uh, I was going to fact check, but I can't remember. Um, I'm just looking now. Alien Nation video game. Are you, like, really close to your mic? No. It's weird. It's, like, I'm getting a bit of distortion for some reason. I don't know. I'll sit back. Yes. Perhaps try that. You're right. Super Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all you got? Is that all it says? I'm sure there were others. I just can't remember what they are. Dead Nation. Dead Nation. Right. Yeah. I think we played that, didn't we? Uh, Did you buy that? No, I don't think so. Oh. I feel like I've played one of these top-down zombie games. What was that? Do you remember? No, but I do remember playing one of them. It might have been Dead Nation, but I, I just, for some reason, I don't think it was that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dead Nation was the one that was only uh, a very small area, right? I, I recall playing it with you and Jay at some stage. Oh, maybe. Maybe it was that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, it seems cool. I've only played maybe an hour and a half, two hours, but um, yeah, it seems all right. There's like uh, there's like little mini bosses you'll run into around the map. Um, there's really annoying fucking sniper dudes that will shoot you from across the screen that you can't see. Um, but otherwise, there's it's got a really cool art style. Like things explode and it looks all pretty. And- it's all very colorful. Yeah. 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 So I want to kind of see what it's like with other people and sure. how that goes. Because it was getting to a point where it was quite challenging. I died a couple of times um, towards the uh, towards this later area of the second uh, second map I went to. So yeah, that was uh, quite good. Usually those kind of games will just hold your hand and you'll cruise on through. Yeah. Because I was nearly at a point where I was thinking about uh, jacking up the difficulty, but. Then I started dying, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll just leave it and see what happens. Uh, but, yeah, I'm keen to jump in with Nathan, and if you're going to grab it, then um, sure. it's three at least. And we can go invade people together. Word. If that's possible. Yeah, I hope it is. Maybe I should look into it. 
Yeah. Or you can just get it and just constantly invade Nathan without telling him you have it. That would be something, eh? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Holy heck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Alien Nation, check it out if you want. It's uh, just come out today. It's 25 I think it's 25 bucks. I bought it for 25 so unless it's gone up in price, but yeah. Nice. Cool. All right, what else we got? Uh, do you want to talk about Overwatch? Let's talk about it. We played Overwatch on console. Yeah. Why? Why did we do that, Job? Because they had an event. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have. Um, yeah, so we went into the Blizzard's offices. Huh? And, uh, yeah, we're not console scrubs. We both play it on PC. Um, yeah. It's, um, well, it's, it's mostly the same, but a little bit worse. Right? <laughs> a little bit worse. It is, isn't it? Like... The turning rate on, at least on default, is abysmal. So it's very easy to circle strafe people. Um, and they made some edits so that, like, they made it so Bastion can't spin as fast because people can't. Like, they deliberately nerfed his his turning rate to, um, like, when he's centuried up to sort of... Uh, to accommodate the fact that console players can't circle strafe as fast. But the reality is, I mean, movement is easy in in these kinds of games, especially with a console controller. Mm-hmm. So it's not a problem at all. It's more of a problem that Bastion is even slower when the turning rate is already too slow. I was getting I was playing Symmetra, so we were on opposite teams. Yes. My team was fucking ruining so we had um, Minx. She's a Twitch streamer who is very fucking good at Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, and she's a she was a Call of Duty pro, wasn't she? Yeah, the team. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so we had her. We had Zareen. We had me. Uh. And we had. No, that was it. We were the we were the three good players. Uh. And, <laughs> that was uh, enough. And it, yeah, it, it was too much for you guys. I mean, we were just fucking ruining you. Like, I've played a lot of a lot of Overwatch, but so you had um, Muzelk, who's a YouTuber, who's played a lot of like Overwatch as well. And it's not like that was helping at all. I think he's even less accommodated to the uh, console controller than uh, you are, though. So um, I think he had an even harder time adjusting. But I went to Metro on um, Nimbani and, I mean, people, I think, I know people on the other side of the table from me had played and I was getting kills on you motherfuckers. Like, it was not even a problem. Like, you were just, like, the lasers would just shred <clears throat> uh, I couldn't understand why the fuck it was, but I think you said later... I think, was it you who said later that, like, you'd walk into a room and yeah. like, have the lasers on the, like, the above the door and you wouldn't be able to turn around in time to shoot to them? Fucking, yeah, to shoot them. Yeah, you had to go in backwards. Yeah, you had to walk into the fucking room backwards. It's fucking spectacular. Because when, like, if I saw, if I, I, it got to the point where I just, I knew that fucking path was locked down Symmetra alone had cut off an entire fucking access point to one of the points uh, with three fucking lasers because everyone who walked through there died um, 
so I, I didn't even go over there anymore. But like if I'd known that you guys were walking in backwards, if I decided to stay around there, it would have been even more devastating for you. I could have fucking ruined you while you're walking backwards. That's crazy. It shouldn't need to be like that, right? Like that's that's just bananas. Um Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Just odd. We won a couple games, though. I wouldn't say you destroyed us. We won, uh, I think, four rounds, maybe? Yeah. Every time you won a round, we won the next round faster. So, we won the game overall by the rules of however fuck Team Fortress works. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you might actually succeed uh, at eventually managing to capture the points but if we manage to do it in like a tenth of the same amount of time then it doesn't really fucking matter does it no look we were very handicapped it was me and me and Muzelk and that was it <laughs> yeah yeah you guys were getting fucking ruined um it was just odd man like I just I just found it really odd a really odd experience because it just it just felt like a worse version uh, I've never like I've never really felt that way about a console game before mm-hmm like, I've never felt when, you know, uh, Call of Duty, the review trips, right? Like, uh, obviously, I feel like I am worse at the game because you are. Like, you are just playing on a fucking controller. You're worse at the game. Yeah. Right? But I didn't feel like the game itself was deliberately gimping me. I never felt like I was being handicapped because I was playing on console, but yeah. you could feel that you weren't doing so well. I think the main reason behind that is because it's a slower game. Yeah. Uh, whereas Call of Duty is like extremely quick. Um, you can sprint in that game. You can't sprint in Overwatch. It's it's just slow. Like when we got in there, I was like, "Where's the sprint button?" Because um, it felt slow, and, I, yeah. and and it's like there's no sprint button. I was like, "Okay, well." Um, I think if there was a sprint, then you can turn around quicker because you don't have to rely on just moving to the right. You can sort of use that sprint to help you out a bit. But yeah, you know, then you end up sacrificing accuracy for for being able to turn quickly. Like, which way do you go? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we did. Um, I managed to convince my team to go all um, maze. Yeah. So this is after. Um, I think Zoreen was May, the round before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that seems like a cool character. So I went her, May, and then, um, yeah, I ran into a whole team of them. So all six of us were May. And, like, it it wasn't the best plan. Uh, it, was, it wasn't working 100%. And I know exactly how you guys could have dismantled it. But, um, and like you were starting to dismantle it by the time we got to the end. I just think, I think ultimately, uh, only you uh, and Muzelk had any idea of what the fuck you were supposed to be doing mm. and what May was capable of and how to stop her. And so I could see, like, you were adamant in staying May for some reason. Uh, but Muzelk. <laughs> would um would sort of try to loop around and shit like that and try to get in behind and i like i basically just went on patrol for you two motherfuckers to make sure you couldn't get in behind my teammates because my teammates were so, like fucking lemmings they were just fucking charging ahead with spraying ice everywhere and seeing what they could do and it was semi working against like the other four on your team uh but as soon as you two started to try to flank 
yeah. they started to fall really quick. There was one point where I got, I think, three or four of you in, in like an ice field. Yeah. <laughs> but because she doesn't do any damage, you can't do anything with it. Yeah. Uh, you either keep freezing the person or you right click on them. Um, but that one takes a couple hits. Like, I can't take all three of you out really quickly. There's, there needed to be someone else there, but it was still funny, that ability. Yeah. She freezes people <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, so she's got this ice gun. and uh, Very close range ice gun. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of distance. She can right click it and it will um, it'll shoot out a spike, but it's a very slow moving spike. So it's You get maybe two or three before um, yeah. the freezing field kind of ends. Yeah, so it takes some yeah time to yeah um, I don't know work out the leading that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that was a good round. That was a funny round. I, I was I was happy when everyone decided to actually get involved with that um, that idea because it was such a dumb idea. Mm. Uh, I actually, I my actual pitch was uh, my original pitch was uh, we all, all go divas. Because that's just a, a six diva squad is for against a team that doesn't know what to do is such a dickhole thing to do. Uh, so I'm like, we could all go divas or we could all go Maze. What do you reckon? And uh, Serene was like, I want to be May. I'm like, okay, okay, let's do that. We'll be May. And uh, yeah, and we went. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was good. I played a lot of Roadhog. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because uh, I kind of understand how that <laughs> character works. Right. From like Dota and also, um, uh, I guess, Hots <laughs> with his hook. Yeah. It's, it's very much a Pudge type character. Or yeah, stitches. yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, he throws out this this like meat hook that grabs people and then brings them in really close. And then he's got like a up-close shotgun that he'll just use. Um and then his other ability is to heal himself up with his gas mask, which uh, he can't move while doing that. So he's kind of a tank, but also um, an, an initiator as well. Yep. Which is kind of fun. And I, yeah. He's a good, uh, I think he's he's better as an initiator than he is as a tank. Yeah. Because uh, it's very easy for like two or three, but. Even like in some circumstances, even just two people to wear him down because he's only got four shots on his gun, mm. so he can't stand and deliver. And he can like he does stop taking damage when he does his breathing thing, but uh, it's not fantastic. Like he can still you can just lose all of it almost instantly. So uh, yeah, he's much better as an initiator. Uh, cop a bunch of damage, walk in, hook someone, and then sort of get back out and recover your damage while the rest of your team does some shit. Well, uh, no, they don't. Yeah. Well, because was- I'm getting the second highest kills as a tank. Yeah. And that's when I'm yelling at my team. <laughs> like, where is my damage dealers? <laughs> They're supposed to be doing stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like it's exactly the same as the other games I play. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Um, but yeah. Which is what's going to be interesting when it does come out. Like, um, is it going to have that same toxic environment that, that uh, you know, what they've done with Heroes is they've, like, gotten rid of, of chat, right? So, you can't chat to people. Yeah. Isn't that the case? But have they done that in this? Uh, hang on. Have they? Got rid of the ability to chat in Heroes? Yeah, to the other team. Oh, right. 
Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think... I'm pretty sure he can still talk between... So he can talk shit to other people, um, but it's still... I think it's still going to have that, like, you know, playing your role type thing. Yeah. Which is... Um, yeah. It's weird because it doesn't feel like they're, they're going for that type of game. I don't know. Yeah. Just because of the pricing model and how it's how it looks and um you know like team fortress has those roles but they're not like hey this is the tank it's just he's heavy <laughs> um and there's one of them and that's it whereas this one there's like three different ones you could change in and out of characters on the fly uh it's i still think it's a very confusing game because of those things because you can jump in there and change anytime you want um which uh i I don't know if that's a good idea. I think it could be a mistake in the in the long run, especially to kind of cater towards a more casual crowd. Right. I I don't know, man. Like I think people will pick that element up pretty quickly. Hmm. Um. I I don't. Yeah. I don't think that will be the main sticking point. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it's. I think they need to revisit it I, we've talked about it a bit but i'm pretty sure it's it's one of the, it's going to be a contentious sort of area uh like game as a whole like people are going to get into it because they love blizzard and it's going to get a lot out of just that alone but it's going to be one of those situations where people stop playing or people only play because they've got friends playing and, and yeah th- that's that's cool like that's still cool i love playing because friends are playing um it i just don't see it having i I just don't think it has the depth this game yeah yeah like so it's the the initial depth is i I think we talked but we've had emails yeah we have a couple (laughs) like getting into it and the i think the recurring point is that there are too many characters for it to be easy to learn yeah, and I think that's that's where I'm confused at because I always pictured it as a, a more casual take um, or a casual game, but it does it's it's not a casual game. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think the reason behind that is because there's no leveling up in the game. Um, there's no uh, you know you're not you're not choosing abilities or there's no items, nothing like that. It's kind of here's your uh, you know three or four skills this per- this hero does. Uh, and just go with it and then there's like offensive roles there's defensive roles there's pushes there's supports and medics like there's all these different kind of roles and it tells you in the game that you know you need more of these or you've got too many of these um yeah and it just doesn't seem like the it doesn't seem like the audience are going for in terms of like what they're showing all these players on the screen like it seems too complicated yeah yeah, man. Anyway, I don't know. That's just how I feel. It's just very strange like vibe from it at the moment. Yeah. But I still think the game's really good. I, I just think it's got a couple issues it needs to sort out. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I did not... I, it's not like I didn't have fun playing. Yeah. I still enjoyed it. Um, and I think the characters are really unique and interesting. Uh, the art style is really good. Um... The modes we played were, you know, kind of fun. There was ones where you would jump in there and kind of control an area, and the next spot you were pushing like a tank along. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh yeah i'd like to see some um some more diversity from the objective stuff because it seems like there's only three at the moment they've announced um there's there's like hybrids though right like so you've got your um Oh man, I can't remember. I can't. I'm confusing them with their fucking Team Fortress names. But there's like uh, Payload, and there's yeah, uh, like King of the Hill type shit where you hold an area, and then there's the weird one where it's sort of symmetrical, and you both can test over one area. We didn't play that during the play session. Okay, um, and they're like they've got hybrids of Payload and King of the Hill. And so, yeah, I, they've only got four modes, I guess, but I don't think more modes is really something that they can handle because they, like, the creation of the symmetrical mode indicates to me that perhaps if they stray too far away from what Team Fortress has already done, they might not really know what they're doing properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because the game, I, I just don't think the game works as a symmetrical sort of sort of game uh I, I, like symmetry doesn't lend itself to the characters because they're all very heavily uh leaning one way or the other or they're offensive or defensive and you can definitely take defensive characters into offensive situations but it's like not like they're not jack of all trades you're sort of just making do or they might have a utility that you need them to uh, put together like uh, Symmetra for example you need for them to uh, you know a bit of area denial because your turrets your your Torbjorn's set up somewhere else or something like that and so you you need the lasers to do a bit of area denial something like that you know yeah yeah um, but also the fact that you can change characters mid mid game and then kind of like swing things up so you might be on the offensive at one point and then you'll get to a spot where all right now we're so far in front let's just defend um yeah and you can start setting up things like uh, the traps and turrets and just kind of hold that position yeah um and i don't like when it's just this one point in the center of the map i don't think you're really able to do that kind of thing maybe you know maybe i just haven't played enough of it yet but yeah uh it's got Assault, hybrid, and control are their names. Right. Their proper names. Uh, assault must be payload, right? Well, no, escort. Oh. Escort would be payload. <laughs> you said assault, hybrid, and control. Es- escort, assault, hybrid, control. Oh, okay. I missed escort. There was four. Um, yeah, assault would be the one where there's attacking and defending. So one team attacks, the other one defends, and then they switch. Uh-huh. Right. Um, hybrid. Uh, what's that? Yeah, that's that one you were talking half, about. Where it swaps. Half, all, yeah. Yeah, that's the other one we played. We didn't play control, right? Uh, no. 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 Anyway. Um, yeah, that's out soon, right? Yes. Very soon. Like, yeah, three weeks. Yeah. I, I got to wait and see. Like, I don't know. Um, if I do pick it up, it'll be on PC. I just don't know um, how busy I'll be around that time. Whether or not I'll get in there. Yeah. But, yeah, seems cool. Anyway, what else we got? 
ESL? ESL. Um, oh, yes, that was me. <laughs> I, uh, I watched some ESL. Um, we talked about this the other night. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, there was a tournament on. Nathan and I stayed up till stupid o'clock while they were going to announce the uh, new um, season pass content, I guess, or season content. Yep. But that was in conjunction with the ESL Xbox One competition they were holding. So I watched a couple of hours of that. Um, yeah, and it's kind of interesting how they play Siege compared to PC. It's a very different type of style. Uh, but also just things like the entire team locking down the whole building rather than a floor or an area um, yep. was kind of you know, a different take on what we normally see in in the games that we play mm-hmm. where, you know, there'll be maybe one or two Romans and then the other guys will kind of sit in the room and just defend or the floor and defend. Whereas these guys, it's like two people on each floor roaming the entire time and maybe one or two people in the room that they need to defend. Yeah. Um, Everybody knows what they do. What they're doing. There's holes in the wall all over the place that they can use for peeking, uh, and um, yeah, very like you know, very good aiming and and just like kind of stuff that you wouldn't expect from a console game like that. Um, you know, you'd expect it to see a bit more on PC, but yeah, really quick, uh, really quick movement and shooting and. Uh, quite enjoyed what I saw. So I, we didn't think it was going to be that good. Thought it was just going to be like a. Uh, this is kind of you know a bit boring, uh, you know, casual console tournament. But it was really fun. So something a bit different to watch. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm keen to get into to watch some more PC uh, action. I haven't really seen much of that. They they haven't done too good of a job of announcing that like, hey, there's a big competition on. Um, you know, here's here's where you can watch it. It's just you kind of just hear it, hear about it after it's happened. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be ESL are the only ones they've partnered up with at the moment to kind of do that stuff. So uh, it seems like the biggest thing they're kind of trying to get on top of at the moment is cheating for yep. Rainbow Six. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been pretty annoying. I guess the last uh, month for them has been a lot of high-profile cases of cheating. Um, and then I saw a post today saying that the producers said that for the last uh, two weeks they've been like just working on the cheating problem. That's mm-hmm. been like their high priority at the moment. So hopefully there'll be some um, some fixes in place quite soon for that because it seems like that there's been an influx of cheating that someone's kind of worked it out how to do it um, to kind of get around that uh, – Fair fight. Um, fair fight system, which is not really scanning your PC per se. It's just basing it in, off of, um, you know, your reaction times and how good your kill-death ratios are and, and that sort of thing. But it doesn't stop, you know, war hacking and and uh, no recall scripts and, and that sort of stuff. But um, if, it do, if they don't fix it very soon, it's just going to kill the community. Yeah. So they've got to get on top of it as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what I just want to mention about ESL. It was fun. Cool. But we didn't, um, I can put that in the news, right? Or do you want to talk about it now? The new, the new stuff. I'll put it in the news. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, what's Heat Signature? Heat Signature. Before? What? Is this the snake game you were playing? No, this isn't. Let's talk about Slithery O. 
Slitherio, if you go to Slither, S-L-I-T-H-E-R dot I-O, don't you do it, Luke, because you'll never listen on the podcast again. Uh, you oh, it's like a snake game. Where'd it go? God, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, it's basically a, s- a snake game, multiplayer competitive snake game. There's 500 snakes all in the area and you, where you point your mouse is where your uh, snake will try to go. And, uh, yeah, um, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, you go over little dots to score points and the more you, more points you have, the bigger the snake you are. You can, uh, if you drive your snake into another snake, um, then you die. So if your head touches their body, but if their head touches your body, they die and you can steal all their points. And uh, you can't die from looping in on yourself. What? Yeah, you don't die from looping on so yourself. So what happens? Uh, you sort of loop. You just get, you go through yourself. Yeah, or over yourself or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, That's not a snake. It starts out sort of very much just... I don't know, it's, it's like a, a little mini ecosystem where you've got these giant snakes and you try to stay away from them. You try to not fuck with them. You like hope they, they can't see you and you pick up little tiny points here and there and do what you can. And then um, as you grow, it sort of becomes a little bit competitive and you try to kill other snakes so you can steal their points and you can like, because you can loop in on yourself Um I like to sort of, I'll draw a circle. I'll like wait, I'll curve in, draw a U shape and then I'll close the U and I'll sort of close the circle until they've got nowhere to go and then they die. Um, and then I steal all their points. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, you become a bit of a, you're a bigger fish in the pond, so you become a predator. And then when you get really big, I've made it to, I think like fourth uh, once now and top 10 a couple of times. And uh, when you're that big, when you're like on 15 to 20,000 points, uh, you're a big target. Like people try to just sort of get in your way for no reason uh, or not for no reason to try and get a kill on a big one and get a lot of points really easy. And uh, so you spend a lot more time playing conservative and just sort of trying to get whatever points you can. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's, uh, it's good fun. It's just a cool little time waster. And it's free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go to slither.io and kill some time. But, no, uh, Heat Signature is a different game entirely. Uh, it's a game by the guy who made Gunpoints. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, this, like, uh, side – is it the side – View with the towers and stuff. What gunpoint? Gunpoint, yes. Um, yeah, the one where you could like sort of stop time and shit. Um, oh, like sneak around and stuff. It was cool. Um, this one is a space game, mm. and uh, it's got a really interesting sense of scale to it. So you you've got this little ship. And it's just a little pod, really, but you can attach to the airlocks of other bigger ships. And then you can invade those ships and kill everyone and hijack them or steal things from them and then take it back to your base. And at the moment, it doesn't have a lot going on in the uh, gameplay department, but uh, like it's sort of very uh, it's it's a bit simplistic. But uh, 
that will change over time and uh yeah it'll get better obviously uh it's just sort of like lacking incentives for players to do things at the moment so you sort of do things because you're like well i might as well go hijack this ship because it's nearby but um Later on, it'll have, like, reasons to do that kind of shit. Um, it's it's in alpha at the moment. Um, I, I I enjoy it. It obviously needs more incentives, but it's cool, like, play, oh, a cool way of playing with perspective, and you can fly into these space stations and all kinds of shit. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's uh, a little while off from being released, so I managed to sneak my way into the alpha. How did you do that? Did you have to buy something or they I just sign up. Oh, okay. no, I signed up for the um, newsletter fucking ages and ages ago and uh, they put out a call and I happened to be looking at my emails when the email came in and I'm like, fuck yeah, bang, give it up. And uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's good fun. But yeah, talk about it more when it's actually out. Yeah, next year, right? Yep. <laughs> Probably. Or late this year, maybe. Uh, but yeah, not for a while. Uh, cool. Rugby Challenge 3. Uh, yeah. What it's is a rugby game, so I had to get it. Because you're and the rugby guy, right? You're the reviewer. That's it, yep. Um, it's a fucking mess. Who made this one? <laughs> uh, I think it's Wicked Witch. And it's just... I don't know. It's just shit-tastic. Like, the sound's awful and um, the gameplay is fucked. Like you sure? Rugby games and what, what do you mean am I sure? Is, I think it's just because you don't know anything about rugby. That might be it. And I am an oxygen thief. I've heard, I've heard stories about your rugby experience. That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um so you you bought this at um, it's like just new is it or has it been out for a while? Yeah, it came out last week, and uh, I don't know. I, I just I don't know what to say about it. Eh? It's just such a fucking it's such an, a blatant cash grab. And I went to EB and they were nearly sold out. And it's clear that like I I, I think that upsets me more than anything that people who buy rugby games don't give a fuck mm. about whether or not they're good or not. They just want a rugby game and they'll take any old shit, even if it is literally just a slightly higher res version of Rugby Challenge 2. And it basically is. They've added Rugby 7s, but otherwise it is functionally identical to Rugby Challenge 2. It is like barely a fucking upgrade. Uh, I think the addition of 7s is like all there is to it. But it's still selling out. Yeah, and people don't give a fuck and it's just ridiculous it just grates on me like yeah people don't care if we ever get a good rugby game as long as we get a rugby game and I think that's fucking idiotic um, yeah so I don't know strong thoughts hmm. about rugby games I guess where does it lie in the uh, the group of rugby games I think it's worse than rugby league live 3 Better than Rugby World Cup 2015. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. The second best piece of shit to come out in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, also the second worst piece of shit to come out in the last couple of years. <laughs> uh, I will be returning it. Okay, cool. Yeah. it's with, with a strongly worded review? 
Uh, it I might have that. Yes. <laughs> it might have a strongly worded review. Yes. Yeah. Like the audio yeah. in it, like the commentary sounds like it was recorded over a fucking phone. Like our podcast has better audio quality in this fucking game. Um, the, like the way it handles shit, like there's, there's no real physics system. It's just sort of, yeah, there's sort of physics. Everything's canned animations. Uh, the amount of times that it's decided, like I was playing a career game earlier. I'm, I'm playing as the Reds, playing against the, the Brumbies and the ball went out, uh, halfway, like at the end, like the, the buzzer had blown and uh, I was making a bust. I'd busted out going down the sideline. I was making a, uh, a run for a try and uh, saw a the, the fullback come up to try and stop me. And so I passed it. And the player who I passed it to, the wing, um, ran and then sort of stopped because the game decided I wasn't supposed to, like, get that that try i guess it's just completely arbitrary if he if he'd maintained momentum then he would have caught the ball and he would have scored a try but instead he didn't he stopped for no reason at all and then the ball bounced out over the the line uh i put a video up on twitter of uh i ran jonah lomu out but the game didn't think he went out. And so I just let him run down the fucking sideline. <laughs> Who fuck cares? I got to look at this. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's just fucking shit. Um, there was a, I tried to like when, when you press X, even if you're in the fucking uh, try area, if you hammer the fucking X button to put the ball down, that doesn't, that doesn't matter unless, uh, unless, there's nobody around you because if there's anyone around you, they'll latch onto you and try to stop you from like hold up the, the wall. So some tiny fucking tiny motherfucker held Jonah Lomu up, even though he'd been in the goal area fucking five seconds and I was trying to put the ball down. It wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. And then he got hold up, held up and then he didn't get a try. It's fucking stupid bullshit. Was this on Twitter or on YouTube? Twitter. I put it up on YouTube. Oh, okay. I couldn't find it on YouTube. I was like, where is it? Yeah, it's just fucking garbage. Fuck that game. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, I put Dark Souls 3 on here. Why? You, you didn't talk enough about it last night? Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, no, go listen to our Dark Souls 3 spoiler cast if you haven't or if you, you're into the game and you want to hear us talk about it with Adam Matthew, uh, 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 Anthony O'Connor, Junglist, and Luke um it's pretty good uh you can you can sort of hear the fucking audio in the video that i put on uh, twitter uh yeah i'm I'm watching it now but yeah it's shit just fucking bullshit definitely steps out yeah he's 100 percent out um but yeah uh been playing a bit more dark souls i had to make a video didn't have to but uh uh so i've been dicking around um with this Two princes, you know that song. One, two princes here before you. Um, that terrible song's from the nineties. I've been dicking around with this uh, video idea based on that and the twin princes boss, and uh, I finally went ahead and finished that. 
um, this week. Uh, I've been doing some more PvP, which is always good, but I've been finding that it's really hard to get PvP matches. I'm not sure what's going on there. It's a bit odd. Um, people are definitely disconnecting a lot more, which is fucking garbage. Like, they will engage in the PvP, and when they realize they're going to lose, they'll run away, and then they'll alt F4 so that they disconnect. That's just shit house. Just, they're a bag of cunts. Um, anyone who does that deserves to fucking fall off a fucking roof. Yeah. So I'm playing it while you're you're talking right now. So everybody at home gets an understanding of the song, the one they're talking about. Ah. It's like magic, except you can't hear it. No, I can't. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to hear more of that. Yeah, it's a terrible song. I listened to it fucking, I, li- I literally counted. I listened to it from end to end 27 times and I couldn't bear <laughs> to do, it's actually a four and a half minute long song and I cut a minute and a half out of it because I'm like, fuck this. Like they literally just sit there singing, um, if you want to call me baby, just go ahead now. If you want to call me maybe, whatever, fuck. Like the words haven't sunk in. Because I think they've driven me insane. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. How good would it be, though, if that was the song that started when you actually got in there? That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be spectacular. <laughs> yeah. It's the only licensed song in the game. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Wasteland. Wasteland. You're back in, are you? What, what's back in. Trying to play some DayZ. Oh, okay. That Wasteland. Yes, Armor Wasteland. And I uh, tried to play some Wasteland. Ah, sorry, some DayZ. Uh, it wasn't really working. Like, there's just no people playing the mod. Uh, we didn't want to play Standalone because it's shit-tastic. Uh, so we had a look in the server browser at what did have players. And we're like, well, we could either play Overpock, which is a combination between Daisy Overwatch, which I've never seen before, and Daisy Epoch, which is a... So it's got base building. It's a base building version of DayZ, the mod. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I uh, had a look. There was Overpock or there was Wasteland. And we're like, well, fuck it. Let's play some Wasteland. And uh, it was good fun. It was like just like old times. You roll around. Uh, you start some shit for no reason. We roll up to the Northwest Airfield. And uh, I was playing with Fjarin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had sniper rifles. I had a... Um, I had a basically sharpshooter version of the M8. Um, So my effective range was about 400 meters total, uh, which was okay because we were 400 meters away from our targets. Um, But it was a bit complicated uh, to to set up every time. Um, So instead I was using, I had range finders that I'd found. So I was spotting for Fjarin. I'd uh, call them out. And they die. And, uh, yeah, it's good fun. Um, they just kept returning as well. So we had endless possibilities of people to kill. Um, we did some fucking hectic damage there. It was good. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty good fun. Uh, Armour 2 Wasteland still alive and well, which is cool. They're still updating, are they? They Yeah, they, they're constantly making amendments and changes and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, but what about DayZ? Like, is they they just stopped? Have they? No, DayZ mod is still going strong as well, which is pretty cool. No, standalone. Oh yeah, standalone's going well. I don't know. Who so they're still updating both of those with the same uh, updates, no. or the mod mod is being handled by different people now. 
It's right. Not, yeah, it's no longer being held, handled by the same people. Standalone is being handled by BIS. Mod was handed over to someone else, and yeah, um, that's yeah. bonkers. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like when when Valve bought or brought in the guys that made Dota, mm. they would you know up until this stage they still update both games. Right. With the same, um, not not the same uh, across the board, but the same sort of um, metagame changes were getting made at the same time. Right. So, if you made one change to one game, the other one would get it as well. But this sounds like they're just, you know, they, they brought in the DayZ guys, but then they're just selling two different types of games. Or well, one's a, because isn't the mod a country buy that as well? Uh, no, you can't buy the mod. Oh, you get can it. get it on Steam. It's free, though. Ah. And it sort of just downloads and you can launch. But you've still got to have the armor game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you've got to buy armor to play the mod. Armor 2 and Operation Arrowhead. But you need that to play Wasteland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I Just that Daisy had so much potential. It had they just so completely much fucked it. Yes, they did. It's just that engine. It's just shithouse. It's... Yeah, the the I think the problem the main problem is like I don't think they could have accomplished it on a different engine. Because, hmm. like, just I don't know. Yeah. Why though? What like all the problems seem to stem from weird physics bullshit though, and yeah. just like stuff not working. Like you put something down on the ground and it's not there. It takes. It takes you know minutes to appear and just weird shit like that. Whereas, um, it just seems to be engine problems. Yeah, yeah, it's got and the engine. UI is ugly and yeah, the yeah. Give them like, um, is it id that does that giant? They can do giant maps, right? Give them an idid engine. No, Not on that. No, <laughs> you'd never be able to play it. It'd just run like shit. Yeah, it'd just broke on your computer. Give them the division engine, that one. Oh yeah, that looks amazing. It does look amazing. And it, you know, half the game's already there. Yeah. How good would it be if people modded that game? Uh, that would be fucking amazing, but it's never going to happen. No, that that would be um, too dumb of them to yeah. allow that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, speaking of mods. I'm going to add another news thing. Sure. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Rocket League. Basketball League. Basketball League. I've been playing the hoops update for Rocket League. Uh, it's tough. Mm. Um, they completely 100% allow goaltending. So, uh, yeah, even when you do manage to bump the fucking ball up over the hoop, um, people can just bump it away and that's sort of discouraging. Okay, so if you're... what what Can you go into the hoop as a player? Like what happens? Yeah, so the wall... There's a wall around the hoop yep. that only exists to block the ball, but players can drive through it without being impeded. Okay. So it doesn't... It's not a physical thing for players. It's only a physical thing for the ball. And so you drive, you can just drive straight into the hoop and then, uh, and then jump up, jump and get rid of the ball. My, what I've been doing, what I was doing, uh, is I would drive in 
someone else had bumped the ball towards the hoop and I drove in and smashed away their goalkeeper. Seems the best best <laughs> yep. idea. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's good fun, though. I mean, you know, it's Rocket League. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Is it a free update or? Yeah, it was free. Okay, cool. Well, that's good of them. They could have just sold it as a separate add-on or something. They could have. They're they're selling separate game. Even they're selling these uh, flags, team flags, but you get all of them, like the whole bundle for two bucks. So they're not even trying to. Yeah, they're not even going crazy there, which is yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're just really reasonable. Hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, still curious to see what they do next with their the next game. Do they make a sequel or do they try something else? Yeah, I don't know. Um I don't I don't know. Obviously this Rocket League's a sequel, so maybe they just really like the idea, but I don't know. I'd love to see if they were if they had anything else in them. Yeah, they've exhausted where they can put Rocket League out, right? It's it's out on everything now. Uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Anyway. Um, cool. Should we do some news? Is that it? Uh, yep. Easy. Easy. That's okay, though, because we've got two episodes this week. Tights. Yeah. Um, news. John Romero has a new uh, Kickstarter up. Kickstarter campaign. He does. Him and Carmack. Romero and Carmack. No. <laughs> That's what no, it says in the not. heading. Oh, does it? It says that. It's not that. It's. I was so excited when I saw that. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm back in this." Yeah. Um. And then. And then I clicked. You on found the out that it's Alan Carmack. It's his brother. <laughs> no, they're not related. They're not related. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah, not even getting some of that Carmack brains. It's just a guy whose name happens to be Carmack. No, he was. He did work on uh, at Id, and uh, just because he's not John Carmack doesn't mean he's not, you know, uh, technically a legend, but uh, in the industry. But still, uh, this is one of the worst Kickstarters I've ever fucking seen. Uh, it shows literally no gameplay. Uh, it's not promising in the least. Let's see how it's going. Actually, let's see if it's made its fucking goal. God, it's I hope struggling. It hasn't. Eh, one hundred fifteen thousand. Of a 700,000 goal, 30 days to go. How the fuck does it have 30 days? You can put as many days as you want. Can you? Oh. I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah. That's not a strong start. No, it's not. You uh, would think they would They would have raced a lot more in 24 hours than that. Yeah. If they were going to hit it. The uh, It's... It just seems so fucking shady, you know. Like they're not promising anything in particular. They've got one piece of one piece of uh, two pieces of concept art, and uh, like they the video for it reuses those two pieces over and over and over again, and it's got this weird fucking terrible fucking voiceover, and yeah, it it's making a lot of promises, and those promises are. Uh, aimed at like appealing to nostalgia, but yeah, fuck. it's the uh, where is it here? Um, rocket jumping, yep. <laughs> circle strafing, like the things we were kind of complaining about with the the Doom beta that we tried. 
Um, it seems to be maybe they played that and were like, hey, <laughs> let's, yeah. uh, let's, let's do something. Yeah, let's see if we can do this. Uh, we, I guess their, um, their, their estimated date is 2018, December. That could always be pushed back as well. Yeah. Um, to 2019. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm still, I, I'd still be like keen to see him make another game. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know how far that goes without someone like John Carmack working on it. Yeah. Trying to get that sort of feel of the classic multiplayer shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just fucking horseshit. Um, so, yeah, that's fucked. Speaking of Kickstarters, though, I backed something on Kickstarter. What did you back? I backed Dark Souls, the board game. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. I backed it fucking the moment it went up. I thought you would. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I put in extra money so that I can get one of the expansion packs. All the bullshit that comes with it. There's so much bullshit coming with it at this point in time. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, so it's currently a hundred. Sorry, one point six million pounds mm-hmm. uh, of its fifty thousand pound goal. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what a, a brand will do, right? <laughs> Nineteen days left. Uh, um, and yeah, you get uh, that starts. The core game has uh, two bosses. Smo and Ornstein and the Dancer of the Boreal Valley. Yeah. Uh, and four characters, mm-hmm. the Herald, the Warrior, the Knight, and the Assassin. Yep. And uh, since then, the stretch goals have started unlocking in. shit. Yeah. And so they've added, there's a Pyromancer, a Cleric, a Thief, a Mercenary, a Sorcerer, and a Deprived model now. Um, the, you can also, uh, two new bosses, Sir Alone and, uh, Pursuer, mm-hmm. uh, added a bunch of other, like, stuff to the game to, like, um, I don't know, like. There are a- now, like, there's now, like, 15 player characters. Uh, but yeah, there's also, uh, Smelly Demon, there's Mimics now, there's, uh, Black Iron Armor Sets, Adventurer Set, Dark Set, Crimson Scent. Onion Knight, Katarina set, Howl set, Black Knight set. There's three sets still to go. Uh, and then there are some expansions, like paid expansions. So they're not not literally everything is free, but I, uh, I've bought into one of them. So there's, I think, how many? One, two, hang on. There's 17 player sets. Oh, no, sets are different to characters. Are they? Hey. So player characters and player sets are different. Are they? Uh, yes. Okay. But yes, uh, there's, uh, boss expansions. There's the Gaping Dragon boss expansion, Calamite boss expansion, Guardian Dragon boss expansion, Four Kings, Asylum Demon. There was another one coming that I can't remember what it was, but I was pretty excited about. Uh, at this point, I think I'll get the Four Kings probably. Um, Yeah. Crazy. So, what I don't understand is why does it take so long for them to put this out? Um, Um, Because it's like next year, right? Is it? Yeah, April 2017. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
So yeah, either they haven't because it looked like like a you know the game looks like it's there already. Um, obviously, it's not. I guess they're still designing it, or this is where they're at at the moment. Well, I'm, I mean, they have added a billion fucking characters and shit, so maybe they, uh, I don't know, need some time to work out whether or not any of that works. Yeah, okay. With the rest, well, they would now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, because that was the original day when I looked at it. I was like, oh. I'm not going to back it. <laughs> I'll just wait. That's I'll wait and see what happens. Too far away, is it? Yeah, it's too far away. Maybe Dark Souls will be shipped by then. No one will like it. It could be the worst Dark Souls game, Job. It could be. We just don't know yet. Anyway, uh, that uh, seems to have made a lot of money. Yeah. How much is that? Uh, $3 million, is it? Yeah, it's made of $3 million. Australian. Yep. For a board game. Oh, man. There's three fucking... Three boss expansions you can't possibly get. And one of them is Manus. Father of the Abyss. That's annoying. It's fucking lame. You might just... What if you uh, steal the truck that's delivering them, Job? Oh, now there's an idea. I hear that works. Apparently it does. <laughs> Uncharted 4, what goes mobile? You fucking knob. Uh, <laughs> um, Uncharted 4, someone stole a truck full of Uncharted 4. And now it's available in the UK weeks before. Like, the people don't even have press copies yet. I think we're just starting to get them, right? Um, like, print is just starting to get them. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know, man. So there were reports, I think, early this morning um, or, or late last night that I was reading that that it seemed like copies were getting out there in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and then probably 20 minutes before we started recording, um, Sony put out a, a statement about it saying that uh, somebody has stolen uh, a bunch of copies while they were in transit in the UK. Um, this is the president of of Sony has put out a, a statement on their site. So um, that kind of sucks. I would stay off the internet and uh, maybe put some filters in for Uncharted 4. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get spoiled. If you don't want anything spoiled, then yeah, that's going to have to... Yeah, you're going to have to do it. It's crazy. Is that yeah. right? Like, bananas. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's so fucking... It's, it's it's like something out of a fucking movie. Right? <laughs> Ocean's 14. Yeah, it's like literally ripped from fucking Goodfellas. Uh, instead of stealing boxes of cigarettes, they're stealing fucking copies of Uncharted. That's so good. Do you think they knew though? Or was it like, oh, fuck, <laughs> we got the wrong truck? I don't know. Eh? They'd have to have like tried to work out whether or not people knew, right? Because hmm. I guess that'd be important, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone really likes Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon has been spotted on a Taiwan ratings board site, which um, we're trying to figure out which what game that is, Joe. Is it Blood Dragon or is it Trials? A, a trials, a blood dragon themed trials with uh, what's his face, 
doing voices or some shit. Michael um, Ben. Michael Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Six Ben. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is um, <laughs> it's not a trials game. I like. I like. Be- I like to think it is. Yeah. <laughs> How pissed would people be? Uh, I hope it is. I reckon it'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, if they open with E3 on that. And it's the canonical fucking, like, sequel to Blood Dragon or something. Yeah, it's just him riding a bike. Rides bikes, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything looks like Tron lasers and... <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, no, I... I, I I think this is going to be Ubisoft's uh, Far Cry thing for this year, for sure, when they show it at uh, E3. But right. um, I, well, they obviously said in the past they were considering making a, a Blood Dragon a full game for it, but yeah. I don't know how that translates across to a full game, if it'll work. Yeah, I don't know. That's, my, um, that's where I'm not sure at the moment. It was really fun to play as a, uh, you know, a, a side kind of thing that lasted a couple hours, but... Will it um will it have enough legs to kind of you know is that uh, can it pull like a Borderlands and, and be funny the entire time or will it just get stale and boring really quickly? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's gonna be a thing, I guess. Um, it's gonna be something to watch out for. Hmm. But yeah, I guess we'll find out more um shortly. Fallout Four. Fallout 4 mods. Mods. What, uh, what is going on in they're the Fallout 4 mod scene? They're getting uh, wrapped in. So uh, mods are now going to be available direct from uh, within Fallout 4. Uh, and they're starting to unlock the, sorry, release the GEC, the Garden of Eden creation kit. Um, yeah. So Bethesda's put that into beta. And yeah, so there you go. What's your problem with this? Any problems? Uh, no, but I bet, I bet a month, no, let's say, let's say two months from now, because that'll be nearly a year after they last tried to pull this bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I bet two months from now, there will be paid mods for Fallout 4. Okay. I bet you. And so there you go. Um, that's what I wanted to point out. You, that's my bet. Okay, fair enough. Yep. You don't think they'll do that now, or what? Straight away? No, I think they'll wait until the gex out of beta, uh, and they'll okay. probably launch the full gex with some paid mods, and they'll be like, "Paid mods are back." We heard what you said last time, so we've decided to do this instead, or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, have you tried any mods at all? Or? No. No? I don't even have Fallout 4 installed. Uh, I think I may have deleted mine as well recently. Yeah. Because I needed space for something. Um, can't remember what it was. Oh, that stupid fucking Quantum Break game. When it uh. kept on, I was out of space. So I was just deleting shit everywhere because I couldn't figure out how, how to get more room. Um, yeah, so thanks for that Quantum Break. <laughs> I'm gonna borrow that off you. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I'll check it out. Mm, yeah. Anyway, what's uh what else is next? Uh, Nintendo NX. 
Yeah. You've got some breaking news on this one as well, don't you? So it's it's a good thing we went out with news uh, today, today on Wednesday. Yeah, what's uh, the They announced a bunch of shit. We should do it on Wednesdays more often. Oh, maybe. Um, so the NX, the next Nintendo console, will uh, it's still code names, but uh, it will launch in March 2017. Hmm. Uh, and... It will not be at E3. Wow, really? Yep. They're not going to show it at E3. That's crazy. The only thing they're going to show at E3 is the Legend of Zelda Wii U game. And it is going to launch on both the Wii U and the NX. And they're obviously only going to show the the Wii U version of the game. Wow. And because it's going on both systems, it will not be out until 2017. Yeah. So, like physical, like the quarter, or is they just said it's March? Uh, they they just said March 2017 for the NX. They did not say anything for Zelda. Yeah, right. It's fucking crazy. I I, I think it's crazy. They're that, not showing it at E3. It's nuts. They're basically doing nothing this year. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Fuck it. You know what? We're not doing anything this year. Are they going? <laughs> They're going to E3, yeah. Oh, They've got gonna space. Be space. I have no idea. But dancing? yeah. Bunch of dancing. The Wii U version of the game, Legend of Zelda, will be playable for the first time on the E3 show floor, and it will be the only playable game Nintendo presents at the show in order to provide attendees a complete immersion. They are showing literally one game at E3. Hmm. They must be pretty fucking confident. Either confident or they don't have anything to show yet. Yeah, that's also possible. That's the other concerning thing, right? Is that this thing is now, it's not a, it's it's less than a year out now. So, mm-hmm. new console in March 2017. They're not going to show it this year. They're not going to show it two months from now um, at E3. Uh, where, when are they going to show it? Um, what, TGS? Is that their next stop? Is that the big reveal? I guess. I guess it would be, yeah. Might be worth actually going to TGS just so I can go to Japan. Good idea, Luke. Uh, that's what I'm here for. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That's just really strange. It is, yeah. Not to show it this year and make a big deal out of it. Uh-huh. Um, even if they're not – even if it's not playable, just show it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Crazy. Um, that gets people talking. You get uh, you get eyes on it. Uh, TGS isn't normally a thing that that big like um, that like uh, mainstream media goes to in like the US or like we we get people from mainstream media here that go to E3 yeah um, and cover stuff from you know the TV networks they don't do that for TGS yeah um, so you don't get that coverage and that's quite important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a huge mistake. I think it's dumb. Yep. It, it, or they're just super confident, which, um, you know, judging from their last console, it's kind of, yeah, it's worrying because that bombed completely. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll find out. Is it going to be a, do you think it's going to be like a a mobile type? platform or i don't know i don't know i have no ideas 
Yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really put any thought into it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think they can do what they did last time again. They need to do something different. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they can go hardcore because that's being dominated by Sony and Microsoft. They have to. I think they have to. Yeah. Because otherwise they never get third parties back. Mm. Yeah, I just don't know. And I guess that puts them in like with Microsoft and Sony doing their next iteration of the console. So their, their, their 0.5 update, um, you know, maybe, maybe that, uh, maybe that gets, gets Nintendo out of the picture as well. Um, because then their, their hardware is not as overpowered as what's out there with Sony and Microsoft. They're all on the same line pretty much. Mm-hmm. So they don't have that advantage anymore either. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty anyway. weird. It's all weird. Anyway, yeah. uh, two operators, two new operators were announced for Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. At uh, during that thing you were watching. Yeah, you saw. Yeah, and they're both Navy SEALs. Yes, American Navy SEALs. Valkyrie and Black Blackbeard. Beard. Beard. Bird. Blackbird. Black- Blackbread. <laughs> um, yeah. Pretty interesting characters. Valkyrie throws sticky cameras. That's her special move. Her ability, yeah. Uh, so anyone can can view those cameras. And I think that's a really good one. And it's, I think you guys uh, at home will remember it's something I suggested they do almost from fucking day one. Um, it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, there's so many opportunities to uh, provide extra uh, eyes and uh, as well as extra uh, or necessitate extra um, care by the attackers. And so, uh, you know, operators like IQ and Thatcher will suddenly become more important because you need to make sure you can deal, deal with cameras that could be giving you away you and your team away at any time which is uh that's pretty awesome i think that's a really cool idea um the other one black bread uh has a deployable shield weapon attachment that i still can't really fucking picture yeah any ideas no okay yeah (laughs) not sure um do a quick search on that text into Google and you'll get some pictures. Are they confirmed pictures? No, or? no. I'm just like real world scenario type oh. stuff. Uh, will I? Yeah. See the dude lying down, like the fifth picture. So he's lying picture. down. Oh, yeah. 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 That's fucking terrible. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I don't know if that's what it is, but that's uh, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Uh, well, as an assault rifle, right? That's what yeah. it's going to be—an assault rifle. Yeah. Because it won't be a fucking pistol, right? That just pistols already in the game. It just doesn't seem like a fucking worthwhile fucking operator thing. Like, why not get a real shield? Well, I, I guess we wait and see what happens. Like yeah. What type of? I guess there's just not enough information yet. Yeah, we the, um, information. The map will be set in the Middle East. Yep. So, I don't know. I don't know what to expect, really. Uh, hopefully, something... A compound, maybe? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm thinking something out of uh, Squad or um, Project Reality, those kinds of big buildings stuff. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, should next, be good, though. End of next week. End of next week. Cool. Uh, the 9th, right? So uh, It's two weeks away. Oh, end of next week is the 8th. Yes. So I think it's the... Yeah, yeah, for our season pass holders. And then the 16th for everyone else. So now they just need to work on uh, getting rid of them cheaters. Yeah. Getting rid of the cheaters and um, see what other changes they've got in store. Cool. That's it. That's news, right? That's news. Let's do some emails. We've got some emails. We do. Uh, Do we? Yes. Uh, So let's go. Matt writes in, Hey, Job and Luke, and also hello to insert co-host's guests' names here. Uh, <laughs> there are to. none. Matt, way to fuck that up. Um, I don't I bought- read the email anymore. No. You know if, I mean, if the first part's wrong, then we don't know what we're going into with the rest. Dude, it gets worse. Look, I bought a PS4, but he, he spelled PS4 lowercase lowercase p uh, p lowercase p lowercase s and then a four it just oh man i don't know no, no just, anyway just tough it i bought a ps4 at launch and love it recently there has been somewhat confirmed rumors of a midlife update codenamed playstation neo anagram for one the xbox one question mark apparently it's just going to be a ps4 that is capable of handling better graphics and of a faster chipset ram gpu etc but will still play the full ps4 library and psn games for ps4 etc etc hearing similar rumors of the xbox one getting some newer spec models too are they scared of the nintendo nx that's actually interestingly timed considering this was sent last week uh at the end of last week so but i was actually semi-thinking that uh, someone at Sony might have, like, they might have some info on the NX and desperately want to be able to keep up. But um, I, I still don't, like, they 100% can't split their user base. So, they, like, all the developers are going to be stuck developing two, like, one game for both fucking consoles anyway. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be that powerful anyway. Does this remind anyone else of the 32X or the Sega CD add-on? Does this have the potential to segregate the market if people don't realize that the Neo is just a PS, better PS4, similar problem to the Wii, Wii U? Or should it be the opposite problem? I don't know how it would be the opposite problem. Luke, any ideas? Um, I, I am 100% concerned that it will segregate the market. That's... All of my concerns, uh, and I do like the Sega CD uh, analog. That's a good way of looking at it. Although uh, I guess the Sega CD uh, wound up crashing and burning because they didn't force developers to develop side by side. Yeah. So the um, we talked about it last week when when Giant Bomb got their hands on the all that documentation. Yep. Um, and inside of that, they were talking about uh, how developers are being given guidelines on what they can and cannot do with this stuff. Um, and the, the, you know, things like they can't lock out content for one version of the game uh, compared to the other. They both have to have the same content. Um, 
otherwise, yeah, it's a no-go. So it sounds like they're they're thinking very smartly about this. At least at least Sony is. Um, I don't know what what Microsoft's plans are, but it does seem like all you're going to get on the next version of the PlayStation will be things like better frame rates. Yeah. Um, and maybe better graphics, uh, higher resolution. Yeah. Otherwise, um, yeah, they're not. It doesn't sound like they're going to segregate the market in terms of who gets to play what. Yeah. Which is a smart way of going about it. Otherwise, you just you fuck up your existing customer base, um, and then nobody trusts you uh, next time around to to buy their you know when they do PlayStation Five. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, I saw on. GameSpot today, there was a game called Neo, N-I-O-H. Okay. And it's a PS4 exclusive and it allows you to change the resolution or the frame rate. You can either choose to have a higher resolution or you can choose to have a higher frame rate and play the game like that. Mm Mm-hmm. What if what if everyone got their wires crossed and this is the Neo? It's a game, yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, also, side question for Luke. I use YouTube and Stan and Netflix on my computer with no issues with buffering. But I go to sites like IGN and the video content buffers and sometimes won't load and is generally terrible. What is a reliable site for computer games and nerd pop culture that is that consistently releases video content as I'm too lazy to read. <laughs> Why is this a question for me? I don't know. Do you not <laughs> go on the internet, Job? I don't, actually. <laughs> uh, no, because he knows I read. He ah. knows I can read, and he's got you pegged as illiterate, which is <laughs> Which not is that why I have the video content. <laughs> exactly. I do watch a lot of Twitch, but I don't actually watch much... Uh, uh, much internet uh video game news i guess i yep. read it all yeah um why would why would ign be buffering i don't know right maybe i don't know because they're locally right yeah they, the and they've got a local cdn so yeah i don't know that's pretty weird where is you haven't like accidentally set your uh your pc to like you haven't told your PC that you're in these states for Netflix or something, have you? And it's like, well, they're based here, right? Because they're talking about Stan, so sure. But That's... they still might be doing that, and it might be fucking with the IGN. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. I've never had buff. Well, actually, no. We're we're both on the NBN, so we have no fucking idea. Yeah, nothing. No, I don't know what buffering is. I haven't seen buffering in a decade. And uh, frankly, bringing it up is offensive. <laughs> it's, it's bringing you <laughs> PTSD, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, very slightly, though. Um, I guess it, you, it depends Max. on what type of content you want, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, uh, uh, probably Giant Bomb is you one of the places... Giant. I visit frequently. They do a lot of cool content. Um, but in saying that, they don't do much news. So, uh, and a lot of their stuff is on YouTube. So, if you want um, if you want news, then uh, yeah, I- IGN or um, GameSpot locally does news as well for the world. Yep. Um, Jess does that. And I think uh, Mary Kish does GameSpot news as well on the odd occasion. Uh, all that stuff you can find on YouTube. But if it's... Um, yeah, if it's more uh, more content in terms of like Let's Plays and that sort of thing, yeah, Giant Bomb is probably my go-to source. 
good one. Try GameSpot, see how that goes. We don't do video, so anymore. Job does video. Go watch his videos. Yeah, dark not going to get a lot of news out of it. Yeah. P.S. Please reply to this email on your podcast. Oops. And not with an email. <laughs> As I said before, I'm too lazy to read. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was getting concerned then uh-huh. that it was going to be like, please don't read. Please email out. us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, P.P.S. I know Job enjoys his grammar, so hopefully he enjoys my run-on sentences. Keep up the and he's struck out the word good here. And so he's just said, keep up the work. Well, thanks to the pep talk coach. Uh, great email. Uh, and, and I didn't think your run on sentences were that bad. And you spell PPS and you put little fucking uh, full stops between them. So you fucking nailed that. Well done, man. Uh, Kevin writes in. Kevin's back. Kevin's back. So no, no fucking hi or anything. Hi, Kevin. Just straight into it. Kevin. Straight into it. So, thanks to Job, I've gotten into Dark Souls 3. I'm unsure how the difficulty ramps up in this game compared to other games because this is my first one. Where would you all say the game really gets tough? I'm not sure if I made the game easy on myself or what, but here's how things went for me. I'll be listing boss names, but I don't think I'll be spoiling anything aside from that. Ignoring the stuff at the very start because that was just me learning the ropes, what I did at first was run myself into the enemies trying to see, uh, trying everything to see what worked. I spent about six hours just in the first area after getting to the shrine. I should mention- Six I think, hours? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of time. Uh, I should mention I two-hand an Uchi Gitana and that's it. Fuck yeah, that's what I do, man. Two hands, no shields. Shields for wieners. Uh, after I felt comfortable enough- I went to fight Fort and got him to his second phase from the first try. Eventually, it took me six tries. Next boss, the Great Wood. I think I Estus once. Then the fight was over in the first try. I didn't think the Crystal Sage was even a proper boss until it dropped its soul. First try. Deacons gave me a bit of trouble because I didn't know what, what the curse status effect was. I got them in four tries. The Abyss Watchers was the first one I had proper trouble with. I must have tried like 25-ish times. The one thing that made me mad about this boss was the fact that when I decided to use an ember to kill him, I didn't get hit more than once that time around. The big skeleton was a big joke. That must be big bangly skeleton. Three tries if you include the first time where I died due to thinking I could stand inside of him. Last try, I didn't even take a hit. I die a lot more to the world and the smaller enemies than I do to the bosses. I'm now in the city after Mr. Skellington. I've decided to mess around with other weapons at this point in time. So look, I'm not trying to brag or anything with this email. I'm wondering if I made it easy on myself somehow. Like all I do is upgrade my Estus, the Shrine Bonfire, and my Uchi Gitana. I do use the Estus Ring, but I'm not healing more than once or twice on the successful boss kills. And no, I don't summon anyone to help me. And I haven't watched any footage of this game besides Job's Metal Gear Solid video and the video of him dying to the NPC at the shrine. I'm level 42. Most of my points are in dex and endurance. A few points in health and vitality. And some in strength for prerequisite purposes. Thanks for your help. Um, I think the first proper tough boss... No, the first... First boss that I found felt like real dark souls is not the next boss that you'll encounter but the one after that hmm. um that'll be aldrich 
Yeah. Potiff is an awesome fight. Uh, we talked about it last night, but um, uh, yeah, you'll still you'll you should still be able to work him out. Yeah. Uh, in a couple of attempts, you're not supposed to take like hundreds and hundreds of attempts. Um, I think, yeah, like for myself, I probably most of my deaths come from the environment, not the bosses. Um, even yeah, or just getting overwhelmed from from enemies in the you know getting to the bosses. Yeah, exactly. Not 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 being sure of how their attack patterns are or pulling too many um, that sort yep. of stuff. Yeah, bosses are bosses are really just uh, they're checkpoints basically. They're just ways for you to know that you like the progress that you're making, less than a specific uh, rise in difficulty. Hmm. Uh, but that said, uh, some of them are going to fucking kick your ass. <laughs> Yeah, like you mentioned, the Abyss Watchers were the first ones that um, you, know, you gave him a bit of a challenge, and we talked about this in the other podcast. But that for me was the same one as well, where I felt like, man, I'm getting smashed here. Whereas all the others, I'd pretty much gotten within one or two tries, yeah, maybe three. But that one, I was like, man, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> I'm getting destroyed. Like it took me forever to work out how to do the Deacons of the Deep, hmm. but it's it only took me two attempts. Yeah. Like, once I, like, I, re- I died because yeah. my fucking weapon broke on me uh, while I was killing things for n- no reason. Mm. And then I walked back in. I'm like, holy fuck, I can't believe I missed this. Yeah. And that was it. But but in saying that, like, we, you know, Kevin, you should go listen to our other podcast. Um, sure. But also, like, we talked about that area and specifically last night, how it was a really hard challenge to get to that fight. Um, yeah, for ourselves, me, like me and you, we found that fight quite easy. Whereas Adam found it quite tough because he was playing a different type of character and he struggled mm-hmm. with that fight. Yeah. Um, being a, you know, sorcerer. Yep. So yeah. I, I guess it depends on your play style as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think as a Dex, uh, with little health, Aldrich yeah. is going to fucking kick your ass. Yeah. And it sounds like he's not playing <laughs> with a shield either. Um, uh, yeah. Which means he's doing a lot of damage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna cop it from Aldrich, um, but that's okay. Like you'll you'll work it out. I mean, I I beat the two princes today, and I haven't used the shield at all my current run, um, and I don't think I need to. Yeah, uh, and also it's something I've touched on before, but you may seem to think it's easy, but like I did with my review, you you count your deaths and yep. you compare that to the other games you play and you'll quickly realize that you are actually um, dying a lot. <laughs> Except this is his first one. Yeah. So that's, you know, one major point of difference is that I think the first half of Dark Souls 3 is actually easier. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there is some... Like, it was just a gut feeling on our part, but maybe there's actually some weight to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, have we talked to anybody that this is their first game, their first Dark Souls? Oh. That's actually finished it and been like, oh, no. No. So, Kevin, you'll have to write in when you beat um, the final boss yeah. and get your credit roll and let us know what you thought. That'd be fantastic. And actually, if anyone else is only just playing for the first time, we'd love to hear from you. Shit, just tell us Dark Souls stories. I love Dark Souls stories. I want to hear your best Dark Souls stories. (laughs) 
Fair enough. I just like talking about it. Fuck, I love thinking about it. I'm so about Dark Souls. Fuck. Where can they email us at, Job? At the gapodcast at gmail.com. Or you can uh, drop us a note on Twitter at uh, the GA podcast. Is that us? Yeah, that's us. That is us, yes, at the GA podcast. Uh, we're spending a bit more time focusing on, on that Twitter account because Facebook's being a massive dickhole. But you can write us a message on Facebook and we should still get it anyway. Um, but Twitter seems to be a lot better for that shit these days. So, uh, yeah. We're not cashed up to be spending money on yeah Facebook posts. <laughs> if you don't if you don't spend thirty bucks, then nobody like none of your fucking people who follow your Facebook are going to see it anyway. So fuck it. Uh, but yes, yeah, what, what if you get topless? What? Like if you you take your shirt off with every post and post a picture, will that work? I think it will have the opposite effect. You think so? Yeah, because it shares it with less people if people didn't like. But what if everybody likes it because they're like, this is hilarious. Uh, then you do it every single time. Yeah, because jokes are funnier when you repeat them. <laughs> Thanks, family guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you would like to check out our uh, Dark Souls podcast, you can do that. We're on iTunes, Android, and the Windows Store. Mm-hmm. Um, under the gap with the GA podcast uh, you can email us as Job said the GA podcast at gmail.com facebook.com slash the GA podcast twitter.com slash the GA podcast and the website is gapodcast.com boom snailed it yeah uh, speak pipe someone I think I saw I, I thought someone met, maybe it was you <laughs> speakpipe.com slash the gap you can leave us a voicemail message. It was me, yes. It was probably you that was like, do you guys use that? I was like, oh, I don't know. Sure. Uh, but otherwise, you can leave us a message there and we'll get uh, an email once you've done that. So we can uh, we can listen. Shit, yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. We still made two hours. Pretty good. Five hours of podcast this week. Fuck yeah. We're Five fucking and a half awesome. Hours. We're so good to you people. You know, we're awesome. We are awesome. And humble as well. Extremely. Give us money. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now. Um, Give them your bank account details. <laughs> just just send us your bank account details. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get some money out of um, Nigeria at the moment. Uh, it's locked up. So if you could just send us that, that'd yeah. be fantastic. If you send us half the money, then we'll get the rest of it out. That is exactly how that works. Yeah. Look, that's like that's what's literally happening with my my bank account at the moment. Yeah, um, I got an email about from it, the so. prince. Yeah, the prince yeah. of Nigeria, prince of Nigeria. Mm. Yep. Uh, next week we'll be uh, back. We've got a few things to talk about. Um, uh, what are we talking about next week? Fucking I don't know. Um, oh, there's a few things. I don't know if we could talk about it, but Battleborn. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe Witcher 3 stuff. I'm not sure yet, but we'll uh, see. I think Shadow Warrior 2. Okay. I think I will have played that next week. That should be good. Yeah. That's um, amusing. Yeah, some Witcher 3 expansion stuff. I'll be playing that, I think. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll hopefully talk about some, some Captain America Civil War. Yep. As a bonus bit. We'll try Totes. to do that. Totes. And Alien Nation, some more of that. Yep. Cool. Uh, there was something else. Battlefleet Fleet Gothica. Or Gothic Armada or some shit, I don't know. It's uh, Warhammer 40K RTS. Yeah. 
Didn't uh, Nathan talk about this last week? No. No. Okay. But he will talk about it next week, and so will I with him. Nice. So you should probably listen at home to that one. Totes. I hear it's going to be pretty good. Yep. It's going to be amazing. Anyway. Like all of our podcasts. All 325? Like, Must be. Yeah. There's a lot. We're nearly at the... Um, the, the one a, a, a day you can listen to one a day and it'll take you a year that'll be awesome that's the dream isn't it that's the dream you can listen to us every day of the year just over and over again yep marathon it like the Simpsons on Foxtel yeah <laughs> where is this going I don't know you keep talking uh, don't you have to go to a movie not for another couple hours oh okay Three hours I've got left. So much time. Do you want to go buy uh, caramel popcorn? Uh, no, I don't eat caramel popcorn. Why not? It's fucking delicious. I went and saw Planet of the Apes last week. Like the original. Yeah. There's this other movie coming out quite soon. It's called Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I think you'll like it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it starts out and Charlton Heston is uh, in, like, in his spacesuit, in his spaceship. Uh, just like fucking smashing a cigar. Mm. Like it's the best thing he's ever had. And like he's not in an oxygen rich environment. <laughs> Wouldn't it just explode? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't know. They didn't like this was before man had even been to the moon. This was all just fucking kooky, stupid shit. So they were just like, fuck it. Uh, yeah. He yeah. said he wanted a cigar, so we're just going to give it to him. <laughs> yeah. He said he won't do it if he can't smoke, so. Yeah. What if it was just him the entire movie smoking? <laughs> he, he smokes way more than you'd expect. Um, it's actually pretty, like, I, I watched it ages ago with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dad's pretty religious. And so I'm surprised that we watched that movie because it's fairly heavily anti-religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a surprise to me because uh, I forgot. I just remembered to have monkeys. Okay. My dad likes monkey movies. Yeah. I th- like. I think it's just a dad thing. Like you have kids and suddenly you just like monkey movies because my dad fucking loved those Clint Eastwood, Any Which Way But Loose monkey movies as well. And those movies are terrible. I'm just going to like throw that out there. Okay. Does that hold up the... Ape movie? Planet of the Apes. Uh, you know, it's you have to accept that it was from a long time ago, mm. basically. And you know the ending. And you know the ending, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Charlton Heston overacts his fucking balls off. Uh, you maniacs! <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. Still. Good movie. Uh, good movie, good podcast. All good, all good, good stuff. I'm gonna go play Slitherio. Okay, that sounds uh, fun. Yeah. Nice. Right. See you next week. Bye.